Good morning, world. Welcome to the first segment, first episode of my Zendependent News segment of my podcast. So just in case anybody's wondering, for the few people that I have that listen for combat sports stuff, don't worry. If this isn't your thing, you don't have to listen to it. I'm still going to do combat sports stuff, combat sports episodes, once every Friday or Saturday per week. So one episode per week, of course. And this Zendependent News is going to be on each probably Tuesday or Wednesday. I'm not going to promise that it'll be exactly on Tuesday, specifically just one day, but it's definitely going to be one episode per week. So I'll still be doing two episodes a week and they'll be separate. Is independent news is basically just going to be me reporting, just making satirical reports of world news. So there'll be times when I get serious. Of course, when, when, when the situation calls for me to be serious, I will be serious, but it's going to be lighthearted, but also I just want to you know, share world news for people, people who want to know what's going on in life, but don't want it to be so grim and so dark. And yeah, so that being said, the first half of Zendependent News episodes are going to be satirical reports of the news. And then the second half will just be me ranting on topics, whatever is on my mind. And my hope is, you know, there's a lot of people, podcasts are blowing up right now. They've been on the upward trend for a long time, even more so now. People have a lot of time on their hands. They have kind of like passive time is what I'll call it. Passive time being they have time to listen to something in the background when they're driving, when they're cooking, doing homework, whatever. But they don't have time to watch video. So podcasts, podcasts are taking off right now. And then, of course, during the pandemic, you know, people, people need things to do if they're out of work or whatever. If they're not able to go to school and they have to do online school, Just I just feel like being a 21-year-old young adult trying to navigate this world, especially in this crazy time, I just hope people can can identify with this. That being that all being said, I'm going to make a disclaimer. It's going to be at the beginning of every single independent news episode. The views discussed and expressed on this show are satirical and the result of free speech because I am an American. I am living in Europe, but I am still an American. I still have my citizenship for America and there's going to be some dark jokes. That's all I'm going to say. If you if you don't have a spine and you don't understand that jokes are jokes, then don't listen to this. That's that's all I'm going to say. Straight up, uh, I'll, I will sacrifice a couple new listeners or whatever if this podcast even takes off or whatever. Just letting you know, disclaimer, these are jokes. So don't don't take it too seriously. So on the first the first topic that I'm going to talk about as far as world news. So there's there's quite a bit going on right now as far as the world goes. A, a lot of people, especially Americans, or I feel like possibly every country can do this. They don't really pay attention to news for other countries. They're focusing on their own country, and I don't blame them. But, you know, we're all human, and we all... One of the biggest things that we have in common is that we're all human, and we all share this earth together. So world news is important. I don't focus on it that much because if you... If you get too embroiled in world news, you can kind of get depressed and your outlook on life might become, it might just be diluted into something a little more negative. So starting off on a very dark note, um, I don't know if you guys have been hearing about the stuff going on in, I don't, I, I, I really hope it doesn't come off as disrespectful. I don't know how to pronounce this country's name, Myanmar. So from what I gathered looking looking into it, Basically, there's a military coup going on where 
hundreds and hundreds of people are dying, are getting killed by the military. People are protesting in Myanmar and the government is just using martial law and just going and shooting and killing a lot of protesters. And it's really unfortunate, but it also is a, it's a bit sobering because it, it helps you appreciate being an American if you're an American or being a German or an Italian or it just helps you I hope that you can take this bit of information and just appreciate where you're from and appreciate living you know not having to go through something like this because it's very scary these people are protesting they're they're using what they feel as a as, is their right to protest and they're getting shot down in the streets and it's really sad the death toll just keeps going up and I I did see that a lot of a bunch of countries are banding together and they're speaking out against this, but I feel like and I hope more gets done. I think I did read that Joe Biden, president of the United States, I think he said he wanted to introduce some kind of trade sanction because it's hard. We you know the America is not the world's police anymore, but a lot of people that's my opinion, but a lot of a lot of people in a lot of countries look to us to lead. So it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like, do we go in there with, with our own military forces and take them out? It's a it's a really tough thing, and it's really sad to, to see. And I think it's unfortunately going to keep going on because these protesters are not backing down. They're super brave. They're super, super, yeah, they're brave, very courageous to keep. They, they're trying to prove a point. They're not, they're not out there protesting for clout. They're not out there protesting for attention and for likes and stuff. They're doing it because it's something they believe in. And I see a big similarity between this situation and the Hong Kong protesters. Those people sadly didn't, you know, probably a lot of them are, were killed by the Chinese government. Chinese government is very corrupt, not the best government to look towards for good leadership examples. But so I, I, I'm going to link down for every single thing I talk about. I'm, I have archived a news article or a couple per per topic and i archived them because i don't want the news the news companies to get any more money because you know a lot of it's clickbait they don't need money so i archived them for you guys so you can check those out so you know i'm not just talking out of my ass the next thing i wanted to talk about so i don't know if you guys ever read captain underpants books when you're younger you might be older too old for that or might be too young for that kind of era i never read the books they just weren't in my style, but I know they're really popular, and I'm sure there are a lot of you out there that read those books. But so the author, Dave Pilkey, actually, so he had this book called Ook and Gluk. I guess I never read it, but apparently Scholastic and him have agreed together to pull those books from the shelves because they they uh, represent and kind of portray stereotypical racism. Because I guess it's like a kung fu book, you know. Ook and Gluk is kind of a, I guess, a stereotypical Asian, it's a stereotypical Asian name, I don't know, I've never met anyone named Ook and Gluk, but apparently, I don't, I don't know, this is their decision, I mean, the author is supporting it, so can't really get too upset about that, and from a financial standpoint, it's a smart move by both companies, because in this day and age, especially right now, in wake of the, the the shooting in Aurora, Colorado at the King Supers, you know, if if anybody, which they will find anything, if any if if you've ever tweeted or posted or written or spoken or said anything 
that could be remotely by one person. One person can see it as racist or xenophobic or just any of the ists and phobias out there. They'll You'll find a group of people that will, you know, try to cancel you. It's cancel culture. I hate using the word cancel culture because it's so watered down, but it's a real thing and it's a real problem. So financially, I see, I think it's really smart for both Dave Pilkey, the author, and for Scholastic, such a big company that that provides a lot of books and supplies for schools. It's pretty smart for them to yank it. Ethically, though, being an author myself, I I have made a promise to myself just that I will never let anybody silence or suppress my writings. And But I totally understand why they did it. Um, I mean, it doesn't really matter what I think. I don't buy the books, so it's not like I'm going to boycott anybody. And and I I totally understand. I don't agree, but I totally understand why they did it. And yeah, I mean, Dave Pilkey wants to keep his income steady. He wants to keep making a living. I'm sure he has a family to take care of, so I understand why he did it. But on that note, I've been seeing a lot of videos, a lot of posts, a lot of virtue signaling on Asian American hate crimes. So I'm just going to straight up say and just come out and say it. I don't think that there is an uptick in Asian American hate crimes. I know there are a lot of racist jokes out there. Some people might find offensive, but I'm half Asian and I've never taken offense to any of these, you know, because of the coronavirus, there's been hate. Sure. There's been like, you know, a lot of, a lot of boomers and a lot of close-minded people insulting Chinese people, but it's always been there. There's always been, there's always been racism. There always will be. That being said, there will always be racism towards Chinese people. And of course, there's been an uptick in, you know, maybe a little bit of an uptick in aggression towards Chinese people specifically, but just to kind of paint with a broad brush and say all Asians, it's just a bit weird. I, there, there is no evidence from that King Super shooting that this was a target for Asians because a couple of white people died too. The, the, or no, I'm not, I'm I'm mixing up my shootings. I'm t- that 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 one in Atlanta, I believe, where the guy went around and he shot like three or four different groups of people. There's no there's no evidence pointing to the fact that that was an Asian attack, like it was motivated by race, and I doubt there will be any findings on that. That being said, you know, both both are horrible tragedies, but we don't need to freak out here. And I did see this really cringy Saturday Night Live skit by some like some Asian comedian, I think. He calls himself a comedian, but he's not funny at all. He was just coming out saying some weird stuff, talking about how hard it is for Asians to live in America. And I'm like I said, just because I've never experienced it doesn't mean it's not real. But Asians in America, um, they they have some of the better lives. They that's all I'll say. They they definitely have it better in America than other other groups. And I could talk about that a little bit later, but I got a little off topic, but yeah, so I'm going to archive that web that article for the Dave Pilkey pulling of the Ook and Gluk book. I don't know if it was a series or not, but whatever, it's done. Um I don't think anybody's life is going to be negatively affected, but yeah. So moving on to the next section. So I know a lot of people probably have already heard and seen about and been talking about this. There's a lot of videos out there and wildly different perspectives on it. But the Little Nas X new song, I think it's called Call Me By My Name or something like that. I'm not really sure. I did watch the video and I did listen to the song. 
And I'm not the biggest fan of Lil Nas X. I'll be honest, I, I've never listened to his music. And I always thought that only kids did. So a lot of people are upset because in because he came out with this new like custom made Satan shoes. A bit tasteless, if I do say so myself. I do not discriminate for any type of religion and beliefs, except for communists. I I don't discriminate against you, but I, I think you're super weird and just really edgy. And the only communists I've ever met in my life were just really privileged, rich kids that had sheltered upbringings. And then once they saw like one homeless person, they looked into it and realized, oh, shit, not everybody is as rich and as, you know, fortunate as me. So now I'm going to just shoot super radically to one side and just embrace this odd ideology that for some reason hasn't died. But anyway, getting back to the point, yeah, so Lil Nas X came out with this new Satan shoe that's rumored that they're, the ink in it has like a, a drops of human blood in it. It's really fucking weird. I think, yeah, whatever, whatever. You don't have to buy them. That's, that's the great thing about capitalism and the free market is you don't have to buy it. Just ignore it. And then with the song, so obviously he's a gay man. That's that's pretty. It's he's he said it openly, you know, in his songs. I know he's talked about it openly, and like, yeah. If you just look at the guy, obviously he he likes guys, and there's nothing wrong with that. But in the video, he he like gives Satan a lap dance, and like I said, it's a. I don't really. I'm not a fan of the song. I'm not a fan of the video. It's a bit tasteless. It's weird. I wouldn't show it to my little brothers. But that being said, there there are a lot of a lot of virtue signaling and you know, kind of cancel culture-esque uh, conversations going on right now with people that are talking like, so obviously I'm a little bit torn on it because like I said, it's a free market. You don't have to listen to it. Nobody's forcing you to watch it. But at the same time, a lot of these parents that are upset about, you know, I have seen people saying like, of course, the majority of Little Nas X's fan uh, are kids, obviously. That Old Town Road song, I don't think I've ever met an adult that actually likes it. But if you do, whatever, teach their own. This is just all my humble opinion. But a lot of a lot of parents are like outraged and they're like, the children are seeing this, this is degeneracy, which I do actually agree to some extent that it's pretty weird and gross and there could be a deeper meaning to it, you know. The, but, you know, like I said, monitor your kids. Take care of your kids. Like, you need to know what they're watching and consuming through media because media is very, very influential. I know it was for me. A lot of music and books and movies that I that I consumed growing up, you know, they, they definitely had a part in, in the shaping of my opinions and my view on life. Luckily, I was born and raised by great parents that taught me how to be open-minded and how to think for myself, and I have a really... Just my whole entire family, for the most part, has always promoted the idea of being able to be a free, th a free thinker. So, you know, if I was a, maybe if I was 10 and I saw this video, it'd be a bit odd. But I'm, you know, I know the difference between right and wrong and I can form my own opinions. I'm not saying this is wrong at all. I'm just saying, in my humble opinion, the video is weird. The shoes are weird. There might be something there. But at the end of the day, stop blaming Stop leaving the responsibility of raising your kid up to these artists. It's it's not it's not their responsibility. Of course, as an artist, it's a bit irresponsible to 
You know, if you got on a live stream and there was 10,000 viewers, 9,000 of them, a majority of them, 8,000, whatever, are kids, and you're out here saying crazy stuff, showing crazy stuff, saying, you know, immature stuff, you know, that's, you got to watch what you're doing. But so I can, I can kind of understand, and I'm a bit torn here, but at the end of the day, nobody's forcing you to watch it. The song is not being played on the radio. I know that for sure. And they're definitely not playing this video at like middle school and elementary school assemblies. So just take care of your kid. A lot of people like to push responsibilities, you know, to, to other people. I, I see it all the time here where I'm living in Europe. My girlfriend works at a, like a childcare center. And she'll tell me about all kinds of these parents that they're the first one to drop off their kid, the last one to drop off their kid, and the, the parents that just never are involved in their kids' lives, you know, it's bad. It's bad, and it's sad. It, it, it truly does make me sad, especially, you know, when I was in, when I was younger, and I saw, I knew a bunch of kids in middle school and high school, like, they would get in trouble, and then I'd be like, oh man, the first thing I thought of was like, oh, what if I did that, and I went home, I would be in big trouble, you know, I'm held accountable for my actions because I have great parents, and I used to be envious of these kids that their parents didn't let them do whatever they wanted. But now that I've been removed from high school, you know, I graduated coming up on four years now, four years ago. All those kids that didn't, that had parents that didn't care about them, they're, some of them have died, unfortunately. Some of them are in jail. They've been to prison and they're just headed the wrong direction. And that's because they, they really didn't have any guidance. So it's very, basically my main point, my main takeaway from this and maybe you guys feel completely different. Maybe you think it's horrible. You think he should be canceled. You think he should have contracts pulled, whatever. Or maybe you think the people who are outraged are hypocrites. Because I can definitely see both sides. But just like I said, in my humble opinion, the song isn't that great. The music video is weird. It's a bit gross. Sure, you could call it degeneracy. But at the end of the day, you you just got to know what your kids are partaking from the media. From especially the internet. The internet is so vast and there's so much stuff out there. There's kid-friendly stuff. You know, there's kid, there's YouTube kids for a reason. Not saying that that's foolproof either because YouTube kids has some weird shit on there. But all I'm going to say is, yeah, it's a bit weird. I don't like it, but I'm not actively clicking on the video, listening to this song, getting him money. I'm not buying his shoes. They're custom-made, so it's not like Nike. Nike is releasing this as like a, it's a specific shoe line. So, yeah. I I think people just need to monitor what their kids are doing and be involved in their kids' lives and just don't let them like don't let them listen to it. It's it's pretty simple. I did see some funny tweets though from some like I see this a lot whenever there's so like with comedy, with acting, with music making, podcasting whatever, whenever someone is like getting canceled or people are actively trying to cancel them these like less successful washed up bums will come out of the woodworks and like jump on the train to try to cancel them because they, they so like for example joiner lucas the dude's trash nobody listens to his music he's he has the most unoriginal style out there and i saw him tweet about little nas x with this situation he was like oh yeah the the sad thing is he knows the most of the majority of his fan base or kids or whatever and like i said earlier yeah they are and he you know he should be mindful of that and i'm sure he is but at some point he probably will want to captivate an audience that actually has money that's bigger that he wants to maybe expand to edgier edgier horizons 
I know he's gotten a lot of hate and judgment for being gay. There are a lot of people out there that are very, you know, very aggressive towards homosexuals. So this could be this could be a result of him, uh, you know, just a little bit of backlash and. This is just him, you know, responding to all that hate he got in the past. That could be what it is. I'm not sure. I don't know if he's explained it. I don't know if he'll do a genius, like, lyrical breakdown or whatever. But yeah, Jordan Lucas has the balls to come out, try to virtue signal, and talk about the kids. Like, bro, you're, you don't, you, you don't make music for the kids either. Like, get the fuck out of here. Your music is garbage. You're not as successful as Lil Nas. And like I said, I don't, I'm not a fan of Lil Nas. I don't listen to his music. I... I don't hate him. I don't wish anything bad on him. But like, I don't listen to him either. So it's not like I'm 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 biased here because I don't like either guy. But Joyner Lucas is gonna come out and hop on the hate train. Like, dude, it, it just happens with with people in the industry. They they're less successful and they're jealous, so they hop on the hate train, and it's really funny. So Joyner Lucas can screw off and maybe focus. If he was focusing more on his own craft, maybe he'd get better. The dude is garbage. He just, he literally just pulls, pulls from other people's styles and he cannot make his own style. He cannot make unique music. He's, he's like that type of rapper that's lyrical, miracle, whimsical, spherical. They think just rhyming and rapping fast is good, but they actually don't say anything. So yeah, that, so I kind of got on a little bit off topic, but yeah, it's funny seeing a lot of these virtue signaling less successful bums like Joyner Lucas come out and say dumb shit. Like, it's already been covered, dude. Go back to making music, maybe improve. Focus on your own craft and it might actually get better. Moving on to the next section. So, another thing that I was reading about is kind of a funny story. I don't know why I think it's so funny, but there was actually a mafioso guy who was hiding in the Caribbean somewhere. I don't remember where... It's I'll I'll link it down in the in the description of course my archived the archived snapshot of the article but this guy named Mark Farron Cloud Biart he's an Italian like a mobster he's a mafioso and he'd been hiding it on the run for a while he was like living in a in a country in the Caribbean as an Italian expat and he was making YouTube videos on how to cook and he he was hiding his face of course because he's he's evading the authorities but apparently. While he was making this video, you know, you could see his tattoos, and that was that was the way they were able to identify him, the authorities, and they arrested him, which is, I don't know why that's so funny to me. Like, the dude was, he was he was living life, possibly making an income. I don't know how big his channel was. I'll have to check that out. But, you know, he was showing off his food skills. You know, Italians have great food. Everyone loves Italian food. And his tat, he couldn't have, he could have just wore sleeves. Like, dude. A lot of the, I see a lot of stories of criminals that get away with stuff. Like, like a big thing I see is like embezzling. People will embezzle money for years and then they just start, they slack off one day and get caught. And I'm not, I'm not promoting or encouraging criminal activity, but it's just a bit funny that this guy got caught on his YouTube channel about cooking through his tattoos. It's pretty funny, but definitely, like I said, the article is linked. It is archived in the description, so you can check that out yourself. And we'll see what happens with this guy. It's pretty funny. The last bit of news that I wanted to cover for this week. So I read a Medical Express article that reported that basically Mexico's reports for COVID-linked deaths are actually 69. 69% higher than originally reported. Which is bad. (laughs) 
Underreporting COVID deaths is a big deal. It's not good. I know, so my, I've, I've said in the past, and definitely there's proof, a lot of COVID-linked deaths are not actually COVID-related, but, you know, the disease is serious. It's a real thing. So underreporting deaths is bad. New York did it. Andrew Cuomo, my favorite politician, dude needs to rot in hell, he's a piece of garbage. He did the same thing, and, you know, everyone knows about the nursing home thing. He put all the old people that had COVID together in the nursing homes, so they were all dying, and there was an insane amount of elderly people getting killed in New York. Anyway, I'm not surprised. You know, Mexico's government has been corrupt for a long time. They don't care about the people. They let the cartels actively run through the streets and behead people and have gang wars and stuff like that. So I'm not surprised. It's really bad. And I really hope that Mexico can get their shit together. Maybe the United States can pressure them to not be not be horrible leaders and just make their country a better place because Mexicans deserve to live and not be worried about cartels and gang shootings, and they should be allowed to tuck their kids in bed without worrying about a stray bullet flying through the house and killing someone. So, and then with COVID too, you know, one of the biggest things, one of the biggest, like, risk factors for coronavirus, I know, is being obese and being overweight, you know, and and being overweight and being obese comes with lung issues, respiratory issues, and those are all things that, that the coronavirus can wipe out instantly. And I know, I'm not sure the rankings, but I know America and Mexico have been interchanging the past couple years for being the fattest countries in the world. But either way, yeah, they need to they need to take care of this. They need to take care of their people. So I hope they do. I really do. So now we're moving on. Now I'm going to move on to, you know, from the news and just just some topics I've been thinking about. I take notes on my phone when I think about it. There's a lot of stuff that I'm going to you know, that I think about. And these are just my thoughts. My hum- This is just my humble opinion. So don't get angry with me. I'm going to be talking about it half serious, whatever. So something that I was, I've been like really disgusted and annoyed with is late night shows. So obviously you could call me a hypocrite. I don't watch these shows, but I just think, I just think late night daily shows are so bad. They've gotten so bad you know, the past few years, they've just been going downhill, being less and less funny. They've been less and less in touch with the people. And just the people who go to these shows are just so, they're just so weird. The jokes are not funny. Like, go check out a, like, all the day, all the late night daily show hosts are unfunny to me, except for Bill Maher. Bill Maher is pretty, I, I like Bill Maher. I still think he's pretty funny. And but still, he has his moments where he's really annoying. And I just, I've always wondered, like, what kind of person works 40 hours a week, 8 hours a day, maybe even more? They work hard to provide for their family. They get home, and then they turn on the the Daily Show with Trevor Noah or Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel. Like, have you seen an episode of those guys lately? They're just so unfunny. Whoever writes their jokes are so unfunny. They're... It's just so cringe. Like I was saying with Saturday Night Live too, that I forget the dude's name. Um, but there was just there was some like Asian comedian who went on there, and I feel like there are guns being held to the heads of the audience, making them laugh because they were like, they're probably terrified. Like, wait, this this is what comedy has devolved into. 
And I, I do, I, there's a lot of really good comedians out there. So I'm not saying comedy's dead, but definitely late night shows and daily shows are dead. Like how shallow do you have to be? What kind of person, you have no personality. If you go home and the, the couple, one or two hours you have to relax at home, you spend watching late night daily shows with Jimmy Kimmel. Like that shit isn't funny. And it sucks because I actually really used to like Conan O'Brien, but his shit is trash too. It's all bad. It's horrible. They they need to just stop. Like, I know the viewership is horrible. I know YouTube's been kissing the ass of Jimmy Kimmel and posting all those shitty clips where the jokes are unfunny. And then actual funny comedy, funny jokes, kind of dark humor. And, you know, everything gets copyright strike these days. And YouTube has just been leaning more towards those mega corporation daily shows and late night shows. So, yeah. I'm not judging you if you watch them. Well, I actually do judge, but I'm going to keep it to myself. Yeah, I think late night shows are garbage. Another thing, so I I've, I know a lot of people who've worked in retail could probably, you know, relate to this, but I just, I just left, I finally left this retail job I was working. So I'm on my fourth job here in Europe, but I'm writing a book and my books will blow up soon, hopefully. But so I'm, I'm sure a lot of people will can relate to this, but the types of people who shop every day at grocery stores are disgusting. Like, I, I see these people. So I used to be a stalker, so a store associate. I used to stalk, and then I also used to jump on the register. And if you know me personally, I'm a very friendly person. I love people. People are cool. A lot of them can be unique. But also at the same time, I can't stand them. I have like a love-hate relationship with people, especially in retail. In retail, you meet all types of people. You have those really nice customers that, you know, will ask help for something. They'll look for something they don't see on the shelf. And they're really patient. You go look in the back. We don't have it. And they'll be fine. They're like, oh, it's not a problem. It's not your fault. And then there's the people that just ruin. I don't know what it is with these people. It's been like, it's always been bad. There's always been those weirdos that come, the only hobby they have is to spend money and yell at an 18-year-old cashier. And that's that's like the highlight of their week. I remember at Sam's Club, I had these people that were so stuck up, that thought they were holier than everybody else. Because Sunday, you you would know, around 12 or 1, they just got out of church, they come in with their church clothes, and they just raise hell. <laughs> no pun intended. They come in and they talk down to you. They bitch about everything because they just came from church and they think they're holier. And I'm not insulting religion. I'm not insulting church. I personally, I was ra- born and raised a Catholic. When I turned 18, I left the Catholic church and I, I just kind of identify as more of a spiritual, I guess you can call it Christian. Just, I just believe I have a very relaxed view and I believe that I believe in a higher power, I believe in God, and I believe that your relationship with God or whatever higher power you believe in, it's personal. It's between you and them and you and them only. It's not for anybody else to judge. Nobody else in the world has say over your relationship and what you do. So I've never judged people. I've never looked at someone and been like, oh, they're going to hell, they're sinning, stuff like that. I've never, I've never, I just, I've always felt that that's wrong because it's, like I said, I believe it's a personal relationship between you and the higher power or entity or whatever you believe in. Or if you don't believe in anything, it's it's completely up to you. And there are a lot of people out there that just come in and they judge and just think that they're holier. 
because and it's not just Christians. I'm sure Jewish people do it, Muslim people do it, Buddhists do it. I'm sure there that's the thing about religion. People need to understand that religion is such a big loaded word and it's such a huge such a huge community in different branches of religion and different belief systems. And at the end of the day, we're all human and humans can be shitty and humans can be beautiful. And the same goes for religious communities. There are beautiful communities out there. There are great churches in all belief systems, I believe, that come together as a community. They help each other out. And religion's beautiful, but like I said, they're they're just humans. So there's going to be bad ones. But yeah, that being said, you know, I I can't stand those people that, you know, it's the highlight of their day to come in and shop every day, spend so much money. You know, it's not for, I'm not judge. I'm not, I am judging. Like I said, I keep it to myself. Don't tell them, but you know, they can do whatever they want. It's their money. Yeah. But like, don't come in and trash talk me and the people who work here. Just go home and get a fucking hobby and read a damn book. Like spending money is not a personality trait, especially when it's bad food. Like there are sometimes I see someone who looks like shit they complain about their health or whatever or they're just always sick and then i see what they're buying and like i said i'm not judging um over the past year i've definitely have gained a little bit of a belly i've gotten a bit lazy and i've gained weight and you know i've I, you can always improve no matter what definitely same goes for me so i'm not i'm not shaming anybody for what they eat or what they do or whatever but like it's not healthy dude it's not healthy to come in here, Karen, and yell at someone and then go home and eat four ice cream sandwiches and then convince yourself that what you did was okay so you can go to sleep at night. It's weird. Just get a hobby and do better. You can always improve. Another thing that I was like, I was thinking about this week because I I, I did on my last couple days at work. So at work, they play the, so I, I work within like a, an American military community but I don't live, I don't live on that community. I don't live on post. I don't live on base. I live off base. But in the, in the, during the day, the whole entire work day, the radio is playing and it's the, it's the military, like the military news radio. So you'll have like MCs talk about a bunch of useless stuff that I don't care about. And they'll occasionally have like a Fox news business report, whatever, MSNBC, CNN, all the trash legacy media will come on and like talk about stuff. And I did, I don't remember who it was, but it was last week. They were, there was a, a segment where they're like, California is now opening small businesses. They're, they're opening, they're starting to open up slowly. And I think it was Mayor Garcetti of LA was saying something like, oh, we're, we're opening for small businesses. We got to take care of these mom and pop stores. And I sat there thinking like, are you serious, dude? How it's so crazy how out of touch and poor, poorly led a lot of states in the United States are like, what are you talking about? You're opening up for small businesses. 70% of small businesses in LA are gone forever. They're not coming back because you closed, you took away their one source of income. They had a mom and pop restaurant or a hobby store or whatever. You know, LA has everything, everything you could ever possibly want. 70% of it's gone now, but you have these people that I believe, so before I say the next this next part, I do believe that there is a smart and correct way to open up. I think there's a wrong way to open up. I think you can do it safely, you can do it clean, and 
Because mental health is just as important as physical health. And these people that are worried because, you know, they had a restaurant in LA that's been passed down from generation to generation. And it's their only source of income. They work hard every single day. They're hardworking, blue-collar Americans. This is their source of income. This is how they take care of their family. This is how they pay the bills. And when you take that source of income away, it's really stressful. And for a year now, for a year now, they're after one year, so the past year they gave a measly, I think, it, what was it, a total of $3,000 of a stimulus check they gave for the entire year? $3,000, are you kidding me? That's That's nothing. That's... I mean, it's better than nothing, but for people who live in California, especially in LA, that, that, that will barely cover rent for like three months. And then what do you do for the rest of the year? It's horrible. The suicide rate, the sexual abuse rate, the child abuse rate, the spousal abuse rate, everything that could possibly go up that shouldn't, that's horrible, that's negative, that's bad, has been going up because of these lockdowns. And like I said, there is a good, there's a safe way to open up. You got to let people work. That's the thing about about humans and specifically Americans. It's hard to, you know, it's hard to find things to keep you busy, keep your mind off of, you know, the the crazy world, the crazy beautiful world that we live in. So, when you take work away, this is like a foreign idea to a lot of people that think that so there are people out there that are super 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 fortunate to be able to not work, or they're very lazy, and they're young kids, and they live with their family, they live with their parents, they live in their mom's basement, and they don't work, they're not bettering their future, and they're not planning for their future, and they're like, oh, I just want to stay home, close it all down, burn it all down when there's a protest, and it's so stupid, and close-minded, and selfish, because there are people out there that love working, they love their jobs, they love, they love working towards and striving for a certain goal, so when you take that away from people, you know, we see suicide rates go up and it's, it's horrible and it breaks my heart. And the fact that this LA mayor is coming out so late or whoever it was, it was some, some kind of leader in California was like, we're doing this for small businesses. No, you're not. 70% of them are gone forever. These people are on the streets filing for, filing for unemployment. They don't know how they're going to pay for rent and take care of their kid. Their school's not, their kid's not in school. They're doing online school. They're they're not being socially active. And building social skills, just the whole social aspect for a kid early on, like early development in their childhood is so important. And they're taking that away from kids. And it's horrible. And I hate it. And like I've said, there's a correct way to open up. You can do it safely. You can have social distancing. You can have masks. You got to do it slowly. You got to do it right so you can keep the emergency rooms and the hospitals open and clear for the people who are high risk because everybody is going to get COVID. Everyone is going to, it's going to pass through. You can't stay in your house and avoid not getting it. Everybody is going to get it. And for the for the small percentage of people who get it and have permanent damage and, or even worse death, we got to keep the hospitals open for them. So you can't just, there's a, there's a happy medium. There's, there's a, there's a medium that you got to find and you know, countries are learning, they're, they're, they're doing research, trying to understand the virus. And I'm just waiting for things to open up. And so I can travel because like I said, I'm here in Europe. And the response has been vastly different here in Europe, as opposed to America and Canada, whatever. So 
yeah, there is a correct way to do it. And California is definitely not doing it right. Neither is New York. I mean, I could talk for, for hours on upon hours about how much I cannot stand Andrew Cuomo and his slimy sleazebag brother, but I'll talk about that another day, maybe when there's a headline for him. But those are just things that I've been thinking about. You know, I'm, I am going to eventually go over college because I am going back to school, unfortunately. I, my views on college are probably a bit pessimistic, but... I'll talk about that in another episode. And so this being the first episode of Independent News, I'm going to always, you know, the format is is basically the same, how it went today. I'm going to just give my humble opinion and hopefully people can identify or maybe even tell me that they disagree or agree or agree, agree to a certain extent, whatever. But so the last thing that I'm going to do in every single episode is I'm going to recommend a piece of culture. It's going to whether it be a book, song, movie, show, a skit, video, picture, just some piece of culture that I just want to share with the world because I love it. And for this week, the for the very first episode, you know, it was hard because there there are a lot of songs and movies and stuff and and books that I that I want to recommend and those will come eventually, but so there's a classical piece of music by by a composer, I believe from the 1800s, his name is Schumann. He's a German. And the specific, the specific composition that I'm sharing is called Kinderzenen, which actually translates to scenes from childhood. So this specific one, I'm going to link it down in the description. It is called Kinderzenen, scenes from childhood, opus 15, number 7. And the specific part, I think it's a three-minute three part of the composition, is called Traumaray, which translates to dreams. So it's a really beautiful classical piece that... If you really, really listen to it and get in touch, you know, I consider myself an artist. I'm a writer. So when I listen to music and I watch movies and I read books, I I sometimes get emotional because I can I feel like I have a connection with this with this artist in some way and I can feel their pain or feel their happiness, feel their excitement, or feel them being angry. And this song just kinda it emits a nostalgic feeling from within me and you know, like it's called scenes from childhood. It's just it's a nostalgic, kind of bittersweet recollection of childhood, and it's beautiful. So I wanted to share that with you guys, and I want to thank you for tuning in. And we'll see where this podcast goes. I think that, like I said, I I really do hope that people can identify and just maybe get a laugh or get informed, whatever. I just hope people can positively gain something from these episodes. So thank you for tuning in. Stay safe, stay away from those crazies out there, and remember, this is just my humble opinion. Thank you.